So we're going to take a moment here to look at shifts in aggregate demand and what we need to start thinking about compared to what most people start thinking about is the difference between a change in demand and a shift in demand. What most people call a change in demand is actually what we call a shift in demand. And here's the reason why. Here's the difference. So we've got all sorts of reasons that a shift in demand might happen. We, uh, we can think of our foreign exchange, for example, decreasing. Uh, we can think for an increased security in jobs so people start spending more. We can think of a reduction in interest rates. And in Alberta, in particular, we like to think about change in oil prices. And, and what's really going on with all of that? And how does it differ from just a regular a regular change in demand. So change in demand is what we talked about the last lesson. We're going up and down the curve. Here is what a shift in demand begins to look like. So we're going to think again of, of always keeping in mind our formula. So our aggregate demand is equal to C plus I plus G plus X take away N consumer expenditure, investments, government, net exports. Well, let's say foreign countries start doing better and they start demanding more Canadian goods. Same price level for those goods, but all of a sudden the amount that they want has increased. And it increases for every price level. This is going to cause a shift in our aggregate demand. This is often one we think about when oil prices increase. What's really going on is we see is we're seeing an increase in the amount that we export and so an increase in this part of our function and an increase in aggregate demand at the same price level and that's the key. Let's think about the opposite way around and this is certainly in the last few years what we've seen in Alberta same price level in the economy, and what did the what did oil prices going down actually reflect? Well, oil prices going down reflected a decrease in demand from the rest of the world for Alberta oil, and so we see the shift happen out this way, and we get our aggregate demand curve shifting back and forth. Well. That's fine and dandy, and we get that one-time shift, but then there's a secondary shift that we refer to as the multiplier. Economists have long known about uh, the multiplier, and they often will use it um, with in, in, uh, in policy making. So let's take a look at what happens with our aggregate demand. And let's just focus in on this first shift here. So we have um, better foreign conditions, and they come and spend money. And they spend money in Canada, buying Canadian goods. Well, now 
Notice that this money is going to be received by a Canadian. And when that Canadian gets more money from this initial shift here, what are we going to see them do? We're going to see them increase their consumption. So we get this second multiplier effect. And this can continue onwards and onwards and onwards out, outwards as Canadians start increasing more. We might start seeing, for example, business saying, hey, we can start producing more and, and seeing more investment. Notice that it's all happening at this same price level. So overall, what we're seeing as the demand curve shifts out at the same price level, we're seeing an increase in GDP. And of course, that can work backwards as well. As things become worse here, less money is spent, Canadians decrease their consumption.